I'm just kidding. Oh, well, that was so funny. Called you an idiot? That was as funny as an Amy Schumer joke. Oh! Ho, ho, ho. Like, I'm so good at idioms, huh? <laughs> Where is the baby? What? Oh, I think that stuff had pee on it. And this is covered in pee. Ew, throw it in the trash. Yeah. Never mind, I have no Just put some, Just put a put a towel on it. Little man needs a doctor. You gonna sit on the bean? Alright, so we gonna <laughs> <laughs> That bean's gonna sit on her. <laughs> All right, so idioms. We're going to be talking about idiom today. An idiom is defined as an expression in the usage of a language that is peculiar to itself either grammatically or in having a meaning that cannot be derived from conjoined meanings of its elements. I'm as tall as a moist critical. Did I do it right? That is right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. It's so silly. Did I do it right? You're so silly. I don't think you did it no. right. Wait, what do you say? I'm as tall as a moist critical. I mean, yeah. You're describing it, but it's something dumb. But moist critical is a person, not a object. Moist oh, critical is moist critical. Oh. Okay, well, resting on laurels. The heck is that? Laurel. This is yeah, a compla complacent about what could be achieved. This came from Greece during the Perinthian Games in the 6th century BC. They used what to say that. Mean? I didn't write it down. <laughs> Skip it. I don't understand. Sorry. Okay, I can look it up. Look, like, check it. Mommy's fast. Oh, we still have this on here. What does resting on laurels mean? Be so satisfied with what one has already achieved that makes one no further effort. Let me read that again. I don't think I read it right. Be so satisfied with what one has already achieved that one makes no further effort. There we go. Like, I'm already good with what we did. Can we move further? But it could be perfected. Nah, we're good. Resting on laurels. Yeah. I mean, butter someone up. Let me butter you up. Yeah. Well, someone butter me up and call me a biscuit. That's what idioms is. Okay, oh, so someone overly... Flatters another in hope of getting something in return. Origins trace back to Hindu temples in India where worshippers sought divine favor by throwing balls of ghee at statues of their deities. During the Tang Dynasty, AD 1618 to 906, it was common to uh, it was common Tibetan tradition to create butter sculptures to commemorate the new year as it means of uh, peace and happiness. What the fuck? They made the butter sculptures? Yeah, butter sculptures. Butter calls all. <laughs> you really just said that? She's the definition of her version of poser now. Yeah. I better call Saul. Ah! Well, no one else made the joke. I figured out it was. No, I didn't even think of that. He's like two minutes too late to the party. Look at the baby. Look at, he's crying. All right. Apple of my eye. Is there Wait, an apple in your eye? Guess, yeah. Apple of my eye. It's like you're sore for eyes. <laughs> I have sore eyes. <laughs> A sight for sore eyes. Ow. 
I don't think I did that one, but yeah. Falling. That's another idiom. Who's falling? falling? Batman, stop falling. So, apple of my eye refers to someone which is beloved. It first appeared in the year 80, 885 in Alfred the Great's Anglo-Saxon version of Pope Gregory's First Pastoral Care, which was a text designed to teach clergymen how to perform their pastoral duties. Well, look at the pot calling the kettle black. Look in the pot calling the kettle black? <laughs> the pot calling the kettle black. Is that racist? No. Oh. You're bringing racism here. All right, you know, I'm going to go the on. The pot calling the kettle black. I'm going to go on You're TikTok racist. and say that phrase is racist. You're hypocrisy. You took too long. So this is referring to someone who is guilty of the very same thing in which they accuse another of <laughs> doing. <laughs> Earliest appearance of the phrase came in the year of 1620 from Thomas Shelton's transition of the Spanish novel Don Quixote in 1605. Don Quixote explained to Sancho Panza, you are like what is said that the frying pan said to the kettle. Event Black B. Rose. This came from medieval period. Bury the hatchet. I don't bury hatchets. I use them. Keeping a secret. Burying the hatchet? Hiding a secret. Hiding a dead body. Hiding <laughs> With a hatchet? Yeah, the, oh, yeah the that, was, that was the, the name of a GTA mission. You're a name of a GTA mission. In little bearing the hatchets as a peace offering between Native Americans. As part of customs, chiefs would meet and bury their weapons as a symbol gesture of signifying peace. In Iroquois legend, two leaders once convinced the fire great nation's... Mohawk, Onidia, I might, I'm gonna butcher these, Cayuga and Seneca to stop fighting and form a confederacy. They solidified this union by burying their weapons under a large pine tree. I think you gotta use so, the sentence. It just, all right. Well, I know what you mean, but I mean. The confederacy. Oh, so you want me like to, you want me to years. give you a, uh, an example? Yeah. Isn't that cheating? No. Maybe. Mm. Okay. Turn a blind eye. I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> yeah, what she said. Okay, cool. <clears throat> to acknowledge a scenario in which we pretend not to notice something. <laughs> During the Battle of Copenhagen in 1801, the ships of British naval hero Horatio Nelson faced a large Danish-Norway fleet that appeared nearly impossible to overtake. Nelson's superior advised that he withdraw to which the one-eyed officer believed to have responded by bringing a telescope to his bad eye and declaring, I really don't see a signal, before securing a victory. Many historians believe this story is to be a myth. The idiom is still used to this day. Zanita's going to fuck you up. Why do you do that to that baby? Because I was, I was going to touch his forehead because uh-huh. I was hitting him off by doing this. And I was oh. touching his forehead. And he went like that. <laughs> he stabbed up for his eye. Oh. I'm sorry. Ow! 
Well, you know what? That's what he gets. Because when I was playing with him, he scratched the fuck out of my eyeball. Attacking you. Oh my god. You see that little twirl he did? Zenitu is a kettle calling the kettle black. <laughs> I don't think you use that right. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Oh uh, that that's that's when you're talking about someone and he walks in. Yeah, him. Oh, okay. Full version of Speak of the Devil and He Doth Appear. It comes from England in the Middle Ages. It was first printed in Giovanni Torriano's Pizza Universal in 1666. Ah, 666. <laughs> Where he wrote, The English say talk of the devil and his presence at your elbow. Its meaning was more in strong superstitions for unlucky. During the 19th century, the term became more along the lines of an eavesdropper to a conversation. And changed again in reference to someone who appeared unexpectedly while being talked about. That motherfucking statement went through change like your mama goes through underwear. I can't wait for 2666. <laughs> Baby, you ain't gonna be around. I'll be around. I'll be around. Not her. She won't be around. She ain't gonna be around. I won't. I'm already Ariana tired. I ain't gonna be around. I can't live. I can't live. Beef. He doesn't think it's a nipple. He's trying to tag you. What you talking about? That ain't no nipple. He's like, nah, give me that. Those eyes leave no room for any peaceful thought. <laughs> Get out. It's oh. just pure chaos. What? Can you get a napkin? Because that's not good for the mixer. I'm the one on the podcast here. <laughs> I'm the one having to get up. I'm the one on the podcast here. You have a mic right next to you. I told you to get a mic, I'm mommy. Talking more. <laughs> she ain't lying. Hey, but I'm the one with the I'm the one with the mic. Come on, guys, don't let it dry there. I'm I can't the really one get with up. The mic. You come on. I have to bend my knee. So what are aren't you like four years old? That you're what good does that, at that mean? What does four years old have to do with bending knees? Because because like she's not forty. She's not forty. Brags about working out every day. So go up and. I get don't brag out. about working out every day. Mama, why are you? Can someone just clean the damn mixer? I don't want Charlie drool on my fucking mixer, yeah, bro. Yeah, we gotta go get it. This is supposed to be your mixer that you're fighting for. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, what happened? Yeah, I thought it was dog. a community mixer once yeah, I get my new one. Yeah, what happened to that? It's your, it's your dog. Well, that is not my dog. Yes, he is. Wipe it off, Dominic. No. What the fuck? Why you don't want to grab a napkin? No, no. It's a team effort, Ariana. The kitchen is literally... <laughs> Three feet away. <laughs> Look, she's trying to find something. <laughs> no, it's the unicorn mask. Oh, it's dry. Oh, that's fucked up, guys. Y'all let it dry. Oh Ariana, God. it's a team effort. What have you done? Ew. Oh, it's like, no, there's more than the flip. Ah. Where'd he go, Charlie? Dude, that's Patrick's mask. Oh, he's. Ew, that's not good for the cat. That's material. Material girl. Oh, you gonna put it on him? Put the unicorn oh, hat on him. Because <laughs> he, he knows. 
What's your mean to the child? Ah! Ouch, fight, ouch. fight her. Fight her, Zenitsu. <laughs> he knows what's happening. <laughs> not, not this again. No, you can't have me. <laughs> Who's gonna win? Is it gonna be the cat or is it gonna be Ariana? Who's gonna get that? Ooh, and he takes a swipe and it misses his head entirely. Unicorn hat failed. Oh, oh. <laughs> he knows what that thing is. No, he knows. He had trauma. <laughs> he had beef with that hat long ago. <laughs> he never forgot. Hey, Charlie. You should have got him while he's scratching. He was not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to what we were talking about. Penny, for your thoughts. I don't know. Advice. All right. The word penny may have come from the ruler Penda, king of Mencia, an Anglo-Saxon kingdom in today's English Middle Middlelands. When he reigned between 626 AD to 655 AD, issued coins he did that were called pending. In 1522, Sir Thomas More's Book four, Last Things, was the first to use the idiom in print. As it often happeth, that the very face sheweth the mind walking a pilgrimage. And such wise that, not without some note and report, reproach of such vagrant mind, other folks suddenly say to them, a penny for your thoughts. So in other words, a wise man has fallen silent in order to garnish wisdom money is offered. I was right. Yeah. Add insult to injury. Ow! Why did you hit her with the dog toy? He told me to take him over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna fuck it up. That's Patrick's hat. Patrick Bateman. He's messing it up. Like he's baby. Put it back on Patrick. He don't want it. Add insult to injury. Uh. Anybody? Anybody? It, you're you're already hurt, and and you're just put it pour, pouring salt on the wound. That's another idiom on top of an idiom, but all right, I'll take it. Shut up, Ariana. To make a bad situation worse comes from one of the fables told by Aresop, who lived in ancient Greece. The bald man and the fly. Here we go. A fly bites the bald man on the head. In the effort to kill the fly, the bald man slaps himself on the head. So hard, he hurt himself. Mm. <laughs> going down in flames. Oh, everything's going to shit. <laughs> Yes, this is why I named the podcast. Described as a miserable failure. It could also result in a spectacle. Spectacle. Spectac I'm having a stroke over here. Help me. <laughs> spectacle of some kind. It's unclear when or where it originated from, but it's thought that it is common use by the 1940s in the midst of World War II. This might make sense considering how common seen plane crashes during this period was. That one was dark, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the name of the podcast. I was like, that's that's a good one. To just Ow. it's the last one. Ow. You like your toy, Charlie? Ow. Charlie can't play in here. It's tiny. He sits down. He's like, fine. 
So what did y'all think of the idioms? Y'all have any idioms? No. Do you have any? How much wood can a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck chuck the wood? That's not an idiom. In her eyes, it's an idiom. In her Get eyes. Off. Uh. Uh. Green. <gasps> green. Is that all you got? Yeah. He said green. I think because he's looking at all the plants, he's like, uh, uh. Green. You got suds, baby? Yeah. Why do you got the suds? Because of Charlie. Charlie, leave him alone. He's trying to work. This is why you don't work where you live. No it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> is he mad or is, is he playing? He's probably mad. No, he's playing because look at his tail. It's not flitching. Oh, yeah. You can tell by the tail oh, if it's flitching. Zen, let go of the jacket right now, sir. What is wrong with you people? Ow! You wanted to play with him. Look at that cheese belly. It looks like cooked cheese. All right, we got anything else? This is this one's pretty short. No, I don't think so. What y'all think of the idioms? Very nice. I've yeah. heard a few of them in the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Cool, 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 cool. What'd you think of the idiom that's uh, named after the pod? Or how do you say that? That was pretty cool. The, the podcast named after. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> that's why I named it that way because, you know, that's I got nothing but cool. chaos. And I like to talk about anything and oh everything. And yeah. yeah, I'm just a big old flame of bullshit heading your way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to us today. If you like, go ahead, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And we'll be talking to you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Girl, get it.